Welcome to the weekly worship service from St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School in Bourbon A in Kankakee. In today's service, you will hear readings from God's Word, a message from our pastor, the Lord's Prayer, and a blessing for you and your family. But first, a few announcements about our ministry at St. Paul's. We invite you to join us for our weekly 5 p.m. Saturday worship service at our church located at 348 East Merchant Street in downtown Kankakee. We also hold weekly Sunday morning worship services at 8.30 and 11.05 at our school site, located at 1780 Career Center Road in Bourbon A. If you have any health reasons that might keep you away from in-person worship, please consider one of our alternative worship services, such as our worship page on our website, our weekly WKAN broadcast, and through our Facebook stream. You may also request an audio copy or opt for our podcast. All worship services and church information are available on our website at stpaulslutheran.net. The latest information on our response to the pandemic is available by clicking the COVID-19 tab at the top of the page. For more information about St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School, please call the church office at 815-932-0312. And now we pray that you are blessed by the Word of God in today's worship. chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. The priests and the captain of the temple guard and the Sadducees came up to Peter and John while they were speaking to the people. They were greatly disturbed because the apostles were, te were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who had heard the message believed, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. The next day, the rulers, elders, and teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. As the high priest was there, and so were Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and the other men of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? And Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed. Then know this, of all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. He is the stone the builders rejected, which has become a capstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we, we must be saved. The second lesson is found in 1 John chapter 3, beginning at verse 16. This is how we know what love is. 
Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need, but has no pity on him, how can the love of God be in him? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. This, is, this then is how we know that we belong to the truth, and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence whenever our hearts condemn us. For God is greater than our hearts, and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask, because we obey his commands and do what he pleases, what pleases him. And this is his command, to believe in the name of his Son, Jesus Christ, and to love one another as he has commanded us. Those who obey his commands live in him, and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it is by the Spirit he gave us. This is the word of the Lord. Please rise. St. John, the 10th chapter. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The man who enters by the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them. And his sheep follow him because they know his voice, but they will never follow a stranger. In fact, they will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep, so when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man runs away because he's a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me, just as the Father knows me and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen, I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice, and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my Father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I received from my Father. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
May God's grace, mercy, and peace be yours today in the name of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. The text for the message comes from our gospel reading. Let's pray. Good shepherd, bless us, for we are your sheep. As we gather for worship, be with us. Guide us by your word, strengthen us by your presence, lead us with your love. And as we gather, may the words of my mouth, may the meditations of our hearts together be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our Maker and our Redeemer. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Here again from our gospel reading, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in by some other way is a thief and a robber. The man who enters the gate is the shepherd of his sheep. The watchman opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. So text. You know, that idea of listening to the main voice is something we see with children. Isn't that right, parents? Uh, a lot of times it's more the moms than anybody else. Uh, dad sometimes comes off as second best, right? Uh, but it's a mom that counts, right? I read a story. It was about a woman who had an identical twin sister. And they were so identical that it was really hard for them to tell each other, each other apart. And, well, as the story goes, that one of the sisters had a baby. And when he cried, the other sister would pick him up, right? And for a moment, he'd be fooled. The person looked like his mother, but when his mother spoke or when his aunt spoke, baby knew. The baby knew that it wasn't his real mother who was holding him, obviously, uh, that he could tell which was which by the voice. In Palestine today, it's possible to witness that scene here that Jesus almost certainly witnessed over 2,000 years ago. A lot of times when the shepherds would come in and bring their flocks in from the various pastures they had been grazing during the day, many times uh, a lot of flocks would end up at the same watering hole at dusk. And so they get all mixed up together, right? And the shepherds really didn't worry about the mix-up because when it was time to go home, each one issues his or her own call, distinctive call. Uh, maybe it's a special uh, whistle uh, that they had or uh, a tune on a reed pipe or, or something that set them apart and the shepherd's call at the shepherd's call the sheep would would split off from the crowd and they would follow their shepherd home they know to whom they belong they know their shepherd's voice and that's the only one they're going to follow and that's the image that we get here from the gospel reading from john chapter 10 the imagery of jesus the shepherd who says later in in john he says, I am the good shepherd, I know my sheep, and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. You know, as I said, today is known as uh, Good Shepherd Sunday, and we've heard the 23rd Psalm in our service today, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And so when we think of this image of Jesus, the good shepherd, we get a lot of these feelings, right? The feelings of, of closeness or, or connection or intimacy, uh, the, 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 the feeling of being cared for and concerned and, 
and that affection and understanding uh, and, and, and a nearness to him. And a special relationship there is between the shepherd and his sheep. And today we hear about the shepherd who gathers the sheep together at night in the pen and to protect them from sheep stealers and, and wild animals. And, and during the day, the shepherd would lead the sheep to a place where they would get that food and water and rest. And, uh, but at night, they would be all be gathered in a, in a safe place. Sometimes they would construct a, a sheep pen of some sort, maybe by stone, using stones or branches or whatever they could find to keep those sheep together at night. But a lot of times, because he has to build this by watching his sheep, Sometimes it was easier to combine his efforts with another shepherd, right? You watch my sheep while I'll build the yard, and then I'll watch your sheep while you continue building. So they sort of trade off on that. And it was then that they would, it was when all was complete, they would put the sheep in. And it made sense that, that uh, uh, to be that time together there, because if the sheep were attacked, well, one could stay at the gate, right? See that no one came that way, and the other could go chase away what was coming over the top of the, of the pen. But how did the shepherds separate the sheep in the morning? Jesus' own words tell us. The watchman opens the gate for him, the sheep listen to his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. Now, a couple of things to note here. First, the shepherd knows each sheep by name, right? I mean, they all look the same, <laughs> woolly and close to the ground, small ears bleeding away, uh, that annoying noise that's there. All of the same faces, but the shepherd knows each one, has a name for each one, and calls each one by name uh, in the morning to come out of the sheep pen, to hear their own individual name sounding across the yard from their own shepherd must have been reassuring to the sheep, especially if they had a bad night. Maybe there was a thunderstorm or, or there was a threat from wild animals or thieves because the sheep are quite helpless it's, it, and, and to know that their shepherd hadn't run away would have brought a sigh of relief. And then secondly, the sheep recognized their own shepherd's voice. I mean, there may have been two or three shepherds calling out their sheep and, and you can bet uh, in English terms, there, there probably was more, more than one Eric or Sue or Bob in the yard, <laughs> uh, and yet each one knew where to go because of the voice of their shepherd. Upon hearing his voice, each sheep confidently ran out of the yard, and as the shepherd started off on the track to the green pastures, they followed along behind. And so Jesus makes the point that they do not follow any of the other shepherds because they don't know the voice. They'll follow the, vo the only voice they know. They'll follow the only voice they trust. As we wake up each day, we don't know what the day is going to bring, do we? Things are going to happen. They're going to frighten us. Things that will threaten us, the doubts that will crop up. The path may become confusing and we might lose our way. Other people may be there, conflicting values and there may be sickness, there may be death. Uh, uh, they, they can all send us in a spin not knowing which way to go. And it's at those kinds of times we wonder, where is our shepherd? We want to know, where is Jesus? When we're lost and alone, how do we know Jesus' shepherd is really with us? 
Well, go back to the imagery here we've had already today. The sheep listen to his voice. They listen for the voice that reminds them. The voice that reminds them that they are his special sheep. The voice that reminds them that he loves them, that that he's going to give his life to protect them, that he's going to guide them and protect them as they wander across the Judean hills. These sheep are listening for the voice that reminds them that that the shepherd's not going to abandon them. And when one of them becomes lost, hey, he's going to come looking and not stop looking until each sheep is safe and sound in the yard again. When we hear the voice of the shepherd, the voice of Jesus speak, words of comfort and love to us through his word, the word of the gospel. When we gather here in the presence of a flock gathered together, right, we hear his voice. Here the good shepherd speaks to us and we hear him from scripture, from uh, the word of God spoken in the liturgy and preached by the pastor. Here the good shepherd leads us, he guides us, he comforts us. And and like that Palestinian shepherd who sometimes needs to warn the sheep that they're in danger, sometimes the good shepherd in his word speaks a word of caution to us. But we also hear words of forgiveness. We hear his word of blessing. We hear the voice of the shepherd and we know that we are loved. You know, there are times when we are completely surrounded by darkness, when we are lost, when we are bewildered, when, when things are uncertain and, and without hope. Maybe we're even angry at God. It might happen that we blame God for something that's happened or feel that God has abandoned us. And it, it made me think of that parable that Jesus told about the one lost sheep, right? Maybe that's how that one lost sheep felt. Somehow they became separated from the rest of the flock and and now they're all alone, they're frightened, they're they're thinking the shepherd had forgotten them, they're they're not knowing which direction to go, they're hopelessly lost and and they're probably angry that they've been left behind and about to give up until they hear the shepherd's voice. Not only was that sheep relieved to be found, but also the shepherd was overjoyed when he had found his precious sheep. And it's just the same with you and me. What a relief to know that that even when we think we're alone, (laughs) that the shepherd is right there with us. That's why Good Shepherd Sunday, we're here in this Easter season, and Jesus is that ever-present shepherd always walking the journey of life with us. The voice is always speaking into our our ears, the, the words of love and assurance and grace and forgiveness. But it all begs the question, what do the sheep do when they hear the voice of the shepherd? Well, they do have a choice, right? I mean, they could ignore the voice and stay in the pen. They could go ahead and hook up with a, a, one of the other shepherds, one of the other voices, because they think it might have something different to offer, but at the same time, they really don't know him. Or upon hearing the shepherd's voice, they could follow the shepherd out of the pen into a new day, trusting his leading and guiding. And that's our challenge, isn't it? A lot of times it's easier to stay in the pen and do nothing. (laughs) Sometimes it's easier to listen to other voices and go down a different path. Some days it does take that big leap of faith to place all of our trust in that shepherd, to follow his leading, to allow him to show us the way. The good shepherd provides to us. 
to help us. He keeps reassuring us with that soothing voice and his special promises. He reminds you and me again and again through the scriptures and the people around us that, that, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. The rod and the staff, they comfort me. That shadow of death, of, of loneliness and pain and grief and death, we don't fear them at all because the shepherd is with us. And as we share in Holy Communion, at the Lord's table, he speaks to us again, doesn't he? He speaks to us again and again as we take into our hands bread and wine that is his true body and blood, reminding us of that continual presence in our lives. The shepherd journeys with us when we are in trouble. He comforts us and strengthens us and fills us with the joy of knowing that, that with the good shepherd by our side, we can face anything. Our life of service to others in the community and in the church, listening to the shepherd's voice are going to involve a lot of times a big step of faith as we trust our Lord to help us fulfill the task that he's challenging us to carry out in his name. It might be something as simple as a word of encouragement to someone in need or something as huge as an individual or congregation stepping out and doing something new and bold that we've never done before. Maybe God is prompting you to do those things. Maybe it's to, as we've heard today, be in worship more. Open the word more often. To pray to the Lord more often. To share the love of God with others. To, to listen to him and find ways to serve him through different opportunities that we might have here at St. Paul's. Maybe it's to help out with Sunday school or vacation Bible school. Or to help with our, that partnership we have with Fortitude Community Outreach. To help with a school ministry in some way. To, to care for our facilities. To help reach out to our members that aren't here in worship. To help let them know that we care for them. To be open to serve as a member of a, of a board, as John talked about earlier. Uh, to help that ministry go forward. Maybe to seriously consider how you're using those gifts. Right? Those financial gifts, those gifts of your skills and abilities, those gifts of your talents. All those things that God has given you. What path will you take to follow the Good Shepherd? The imagery of Jesus, the shepherd, and us as his sheep is all about a journey. The journey of following Jesus. Listening to his voice. Experiencing his protection and guidance. Knowing his love knowing his never-ending presence as we journey through the dangers and troubles that we will encounter in life. He journeys with us, and one day uh, the psalmist reminds us that we will lead us to a place where we will dwell. Dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a great blessing of the Good Shepherd. A great blessing that the shepherd called out to us. We hear his voice, we know his voice, and we respond with joy. Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Dear friends, let us confess our faith using the words of the Nicene Creed we confess together. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, 
the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. And the third day he rose again according to the scriptures and ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and Son together is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets. And I believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever, amen. Dear friends, go with God's blessing this day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord look upon you with his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this time of worship. From all of us at St. Paul's Lutheran Church and School, we thank you for listening. More worship opportunities are available on our website at stpaulslutheran.net. Just click worship at the top of the page. May God bless you and your family each and every day. And again, thank you for listening.